0: Did C.J. Stroud solidify himself as the number one overall pick in the upcoming NFL Draft after his phenomenal performance during Ohio State's Pro Day? I'll tell you today on Locked on Buckeyes. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked on guys for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Thursday, March 23rd in the year 2023, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day during this episode We'll go over why I think and Jake Buck continues to make himself money during these pre-draft events and some things that surprised me and also shocked me that went down at Ohio State's Pro Day just a day ago. But before we get to any of that, the talk of the town continues to be Ohio State's former QB1, C.J. Stroud. There were numerous NFL people, representatives from numerous NFL teams, Inside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. Yes, they were there for players like Paris Johnson Jr. and Dewan Jones and Tanner McAllister and Zach Harrison. But the biggest fish in the pond, the biggest player of them all in the Woody was Zach, excuse me, not Zach Harrison, CJ Stroud. And when that man was out there slinging the rock around, throwing the ball for 20-plus minutes, people were ooing and eyeing and wowing and being wowed by what C.J. Stroud does with the football every time he's at these events. Stroud is a player that is in the conversation of being the number one overall pick in the upcoming NFL draft. And I normally don't think what I'm going to say – happens in an NFL draft. But what I'm going to say what could easily be reality because of how good Stroud is and also because the team with the number one overall pick brought 14 team representatives to the Woody Hayes Athletic Center in Columbus, Ohio. Yes, the Carolina Panthers brought 14 people representing them to the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. To me right now, I think it's a two-horse race to be the number one overall pick, CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. And the deeper we get into this thing, the more I think about it. The more I think about what kind of quarterback Frank Reich wants, wherever he's coaching the football, I think Stroud is getting closer to being the number one overall pick. I don't think he's I don't think it's solidified just yet. However, if you go out there and look at uh, some of the betting lines and who has the best odds to be the number one overall pick is C.J. Stroud. And I do believe it's because of events like this. I- I've seen him play football a couple of years, starting a quarterback at Ohio State. I've seen him make amazing throws consistently, sometimes in practice. But most of the time, it's in games. I have seen him all the time drop balls, in the, into, the, drop balls into the bucket right there, just with the flick of the wrist. I have seen him consistently do things that wow me the first time. Wow me the second time. Wow me the 12th time because he does them over and over and over. And I have seen CJ Stroud in the combine at the pro day. I have seen this young man come out there and do what he does best. Throw the ball around on the football field, put it where it needs to be, be a ball placement specialist, be as as accurate as any quarterback is going to be accurate in this upcoming draft. He does it at an elite level, and these are the events that Stroud knows he needs to flourish in to get the money, to get the bag. And, yes, the number one overall pick definitely gets the bag. I am not comfortable saying just yet that Stroud's going to be number one overall. But I am comfortable saying this. I have a bigger belief that Stroud will be number one overall in the upcoming draft That I have it throughout this entire process. Now, we're going to get my guy Ryan Roberts from uh, Rise Draft Scouting to come back on to discuss more nitty-gritty details about the scouting report and what kind of prospect Stroud is. Why, is Stroud QB1 or is he QB2 and among him and Bryce Young? I don't think he's uh, 3, 4, or 5 um, with Will Levis. Anthony Richardson, or maybe even Hendon Hooker being in that conversation, I think it's one or two for Stroud. I firmly believe that. But also, what fits what the Panthers want best? That is a question everyone has to answer. And also, here's a little nugget. Normally the number one prospect overall is the guy that's going to be uh, going number one overall. Um, Many may say Jalen Carter is a better prospect than Stroud. Some may say Will Anderson Jr. is a better prospect than Stroud. I believe the Carolina Panthers move up up to the number one overall pick with the thought in mind, with the sole purpose being being a team who drafts a quarterback and drafts a quarterback of the future. Number one overall, you think he's a can't-miss kind of guy. You think he's a guy that that you're going to bring in day one and think of a plan, formulate a plan to allow him to be the starter at some point. You think he's going to be there 8, 10, 12, 15 years. Now, granted, you know, he may end up uh, via free agency, go somewhere else. Those things happen. Um, we may want to force a trade. Those things happen as well. But you think, you bring him in, he is the guy of the future. I think wherever Stroud goes, he's going to believe. And the team initially is going to believe that Stroud is the quarterback of the future. And I, But I just can't say number one overall right now. That does not mean whoever drafts him in the top, seven of this NFL draft that they are not going to be getting a guy who is going to be a a starter in the NFL and a quarterback of the future it's going to happen I just I I think it's not solidified just yet but Stroud in these events ooze ooze and ahs and wows us in a way that makes us stop and think is he the guy that the Panthers want I think he is one of the guys. I think there are two guys they really, really want. If Bryce Young bombs his pro day, which has not happened just yet, it could be Stroud, man. Go to Carolina, get the money, have a good time, have fun. And it's going to be mainly because of events like this. 14 people from the Panthers came to watch him throw footballs during his pro day. That's huge, man. That is huge. That's huge. Do I think he solidified it as a number one overall pick in the upcoming draft? No, but I think he's closer to being drafted number one overall than he has during this entire pre-draft process. A player who, during this pre-draft process, is currently making himself some money while wearing shorts and T-shirts at, at the Woody, working out at the Pro Day, is Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. I will tell you why I believe that statement is true next right here on Locked on Buckeye. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. The tournament is heating up, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and you'll love this next part. It's super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and to threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Vanduul, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. We all love seeing Buckeyes do amazing things on the football field. C.J. Stroud did it at the Pro Day. Justin Fields, a couple years ago, did it at the Pro Day. Dwayne Haskins, a few years before that, did it at the Pro Day. This is. These are the things we love. Chris Alave, Garrett Wilson, Ezekiel Elliott, the Bosa brothers. We all, Chase Young, we all love seeing them do their thing consistently, especially when a particular workout is weighted. and can mean a player moves up and gets drafted higher than others than maybe he expected during the upcoming draft of that sport. In comes the conversation about Jackson Smith and Jigba. And I say it all the time. I don't normally will. Say, I'm not one to normally say players make money during these events, but it's different with the Jigba man. Only played in three games last year. Questions we had, conversations we had here on this show in regards to his hamstring injury. How hurt is he? Is he too hurt to play? Is did he not play to just get ready for the NFL? What's the real story? These are things we talked about here on this show. And so when it comes to a Jigba now. He's had the combine. Phenomenal. Like, it, a, it, it, a Lee athleticism was on full display. We had the pro day where he ran the 40. We're going to talk about that here in a second. And he's out there running routes again. And these events, not real football, but these events for a player like him who was dealing with an injury, and absence from the football field a year ago, most of the time, you're saying, oh, if I'm a team, Let's come out there, bringing, bringing people out there, and I see this young man doing the things he does with the football, I might say, hey, man, I, I, we, we can use a slot. We can find a way to put this man on the football field. Let's just find a way because he's that talented. And Jigbo, due to the amount of team representatives that were out there yesterday, I believe he made himself some money, and I don't say that lightly. The Panthers brought 14 people, represented the team. The Giants brought nine representatives. The Seahawks brought eight. The New Orleans Saints brought eight. Titans, seven. Jaguars, six. Cowboys, five. Steelers, five. Raiders, five. Patriots, five. Browns, your Cleveland Browns, brought five. More than two to three reps at Pro Days is unusual. Let that sink in for you. That's a statement that comes from Jim Nagy, who runs the Senior Bowl. I mean, f- Browns, Patriots, Raiders, Steelers, Cowboys, all brought five representatives apiece. May have been the owner, maybe some assistant coaches, uh, maybe the head coach, uh, may have been the quarterback coach or receivers coach, whoever it is. This is unheard of. Like they're not all there to see CJ Stroud only. They're they're they are there to scout. Stroud had a, had a meeting with the Panthers the night before the pro day. Uh, I know Cam Brown met with the uh, either met with or has a meeting scheduled with. The Saints, let me get that correctly. I believe they have that here here in my notes somewhere. I do not see it. But I do know Cam Brown was one that ended up having a conversation with the Saints. And Jake was one that needs this moment. Didn't run the 40 at the Combine. He definitely ran that 40 once again. At, he ran that 40 at the Pro Day. Four four eight, a one six five split for the ten yards, a twenty yard split of two six one finishes with four four eight. Now I don't know. I'm not. I, I am. I think I'm pretty smart. I don't know what the ten yard twenty yard split means as far as quickness off the line of scrimmage. I don't know how that compares to other to other players that are explosive or elite or slot receivers. I'm not sure all those numbers. All I know is this. Four four eight is faster than what I expected, and he is quickly putting to rest the conversation: is he or is he not healthy? And Jigba is healthy. And Jigba has hands. And Jigba can run routes. And Jigba is elusive. He can break tackles in, in the open field. He can swat hands right when he catches the ball. Turn up field, and what could have been a ten-yard catch with no yards at the catch, it goes into a ten-yard, a, a ten-yard a, a reception with fifteen yards at it on. Because the jigma knows how to work and move in space. This young man, I talk about it all the time, capture the moment, seize the day. I went on uh, Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. He also hosts Locked on Raiders. And uh, he actually had me on to talk about CJ Stroud in Ohio State's Pro Day. And we talked about, man, like you have to capture the moment. You have to be a player who is out there doing the thing all the time. Keeping it. Keeping it clean for everybody here. Doing the thing all the time. And Jigua is that. He's showing up. And I say all the time. These events sometimes, it's not all about what happens on the field. A lot of times it's about the conversations and the meetings and the connections you make with the coaches, the owners, and other people representing these teams in the National Football League that take time out of their day there and money to come to where you play football to watch you work out in shorts and a T-shirt. You must capture the moment and Jigba's doing that. Now, there are many mock drafts that we have talked about here on the show. They have in Jigba going number or top 20, some top 25. I wouldn't be shocked if he goes top 15. Why? He's that good. He is that good. If you get 2021 in Jigba post-hamstring injury and he goes back to that 2021 in Jigba, but he's looking at a guy who, depending on the quarterback, could be in the conversation for offensive rookie of the year next season because he's that good. And I'm glad this young man sees the day catch the moment that's right in front of him. He came in and in, in, uh, uh, weighed at 197 pounds, ran a 4:48. That's moving. Hey, that, that that's moving. Now he say, "Jay, ain't no 4:29, ain't no 4:27, ain't no 4:33. No, it's not." It's not. 448 is still fast. And I'll say this, I say it all the time. The average person looking and watching someone run a 448 will be blown away at how fast that band is moving. The average person, if they tried to run a 40 yard dash, would not run a, a sub five second 40, under five seconds. Absolutely not. You wouldn't do it. It's hard. These are elite athletes training at an elite level. To do elite things and in, in an elite league. And they know they must capture these moments right in front of them. I am happy for Njigba. Also happy for that young man. I can't wait to see him back on the football field consistently and also coming in at 197, running a 448, and doing the things he did in front of all these NFL teams and just really getting better, showing everyone he's healthy. I think Stroud made himself some money. And I do believe in Jigba continues to move up draft boards, make himself money because of what he is doing at these pre-draft events. Two players that wowed me. There were some things I saw or read that surprised me at the, at the pro day. Something shocked me as well. We'll go over all of those things next right here on Locked on Guys. This episode is brought to you by billiards plus billiards plus has the best selection of pool tables game tables shuffleboard tables and more and the best service in central ohio billiards plus also can set you up with a brand new top of the line grill that will last for generations we all know how hard it is with the supply chain issues this year and getting certain things shipped on time so when it comes to ordering that one big gift for someone you love check out billiards plus and get there early this year. Billiards Plus carries the best pool tables from Brunswick, Alhassan, Canada, Billiards, and more. Plus, top of the line grills from PK, Napoleon, Memphis, and LeGriddle. These will be the last grills you own. Seriously, these grills stand the test of time. No matter the season, Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor entertainment needs. Visit their showroom on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Check them out at billiards Plus. Dot com. Build your spots, family-owned and operated for generations. Sports betting is now legal in Ohio, and Locked On has the perfect show to help new and season gamblers. Download and subscribe to Locked On Bets for daily picks and analysis wherever you get your fine podcasts. So every time there's a workout, I'm the person that am looking for things that surprise me. Now, I'm not specifically looking and trying to pinpoint that got me, that shocked me, this, that, or whatever. I am not doing that. One thing I am doing, though, is just trying to see in the moment how I react to what I read, what I see. Sometimes you get results that are on paper. You have a reaction to them. Sometimes instantly. Sometimes it slowly or gradually hits you over a period of time. And so when it comes to the pro day, yeah, I got the numbers. I got the forty-yard dash numbers, the uh, the Ohio State Pro Day results from a day ago. But also, there are some things that kind of shocked me as well. First off, looking at the sheet, forty-yard dash times. I believe the slowest forty-yard dashes go uh, slowest. to fastest was Jaron Cage coming in, weighing uh, height and weight, six foot two, three hundred eleven pounds, ran a five three one. I mean, okay, like you're moving for a big boy, three 300- hundred hills plus and running a five three like this really just that's not normal that's not normal human stuff the fastest 40 in the entire uh event came from Tanner McAllister Tanner McAllister in a four 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 something I saw from a DB or that I did not see from a particular defensive back was Ronnie Hickman now Ronnie Hickman I uh Ronnie Hickman got Ronnie Hickman got invited to the NFL Combine did not do on-field drills, did not run the 40, didn't do anything on the field, just went there for the interviews. And I'm sitting here like, you need this. You need these moments. Six foot, 209 pounds. Once again, no vertical jump, no broad jump, no 40-yard dash. None of those things. Don't, No, he didn't uh, try to rep 225 pounds as many times as he can. Did not do it. Why? That is my question, why? Is that going to hurt you? Because, buddy, we got game film from the past two years. They got enough film on you that you can bomb this, and it won't hurt you as bad as some of that game film will hurt you that has been out there over the past couple years. Leading tackler in 2021, great. Still question marks about him as a football player at the next level. That was surprising. Something that was surprising in a good way. Was that one? Teron Vincent did 26 reps at 225 on the bench. He came in six foot one, 304 pounds. That's pretty good. Like, no, that's really good. That's amazing. But the thing that that wowed me here, there were two guys that rep two uh 225 22 times. Paulie OTOT used to call him PG PG the Fourth because he is a fourth in his family with a name Paulie Enaotioti. But Tanner McAllister running a four-four and rep two 225 225-22 times. Hey, hey, I'm gonna give you a clap on the show, buddy, because that that's next level stuff. That's not normal for a guy who comes in at five, uh, what is it, five ten, one hundred and ninety-one pounds to do. That ain't normal, man. I'm hey, I love it. Zach Harrison, uh, I believe. He was trying to get a little bit better on his vert. Uh, vert was 34 and a half inches. He did not run the 40-yard dash. I think that was a mistake from him. Uh, Perry Johnson Jr., Dewan Jones did not do that either. The one thing about Dewan Jones that I think is shocking, because I was, I, I don't know how normal this is, but it's just one thing that stood out to me on this paper. There was, he didn't weigh in, He didn't weigh in. And if he did, it wasn't found on the paper. I, he didn't weigh in. Doesn't matter if you weighed in in January and February and beginning of March. It Doesn't matter if you do it again in the in the middle of March. Not really. Uh, it does not. No, it doesn't. Uh, 375 in January, 374 um, at the Combine. Uh, the 375, the first number came during the during the senior bowl. Doesn't really matter, but I have questions, Marks, about why. I don't know. That, that, that one stuck out to me as well. But outside of that, everything else here on these numbers um, from the pro day. Um, pretty normal. I won't say basic, but pretty decent. Um, the highest vertical jump out of anybody. 38, 38 and a half inches came from Alan Smith. The running back from Brown, who was participating in this event with the other individuals at Ohio State. Um, the club football player, Mr. Kellen Gerenstein, he did all of the events. Five foot nine, 193 pounds worked out as a defensive back um seven reps at 225 on the bench 453 40 33 and a half inch vertical still not normal human stuff but he's pretty he's more athletic than i thought he was than i expected now i know you got to be an athletic especially to be quarterback at that level but you're more athletic than i expected you kind of shocked me there but those are the, some of the things that stood out to me from the results of this event um what else is here that might be pertinent to the listeners here of the show. 37-inch vertical for Tana McAllister, the athletic man that he is. The best broad jump came um, from Alan Smith of of Brown. And then the Buckeyes, 10-3 broad jump for Tanner McAllister, and a 10-3 broad jump from Zach Harrison. That's all I got for the numbers-wise, things that stuck out to me, that wowed me, shocked me, surprised me from the official results from Ohio State's Pro day from the draft eligible players. Can't wait to see Marvin Harrison Jr. In, in this event next year. I don't even care about the 40. Bro, what's your vert? What's your three cone drill? How elusive are you? Like, I I, I want to see those things because it's going to be fun to watch next year where Marvin Harrison Jr. is out there stubbing like his daddy in the Woody in front of all those NFL reps before he gets drafted into the National Football League. Coming up tomorrow, planning on having a recruiting update from our guy, John Garcia Jr. He is Locked on football recruiting insider. There was some unfortunate news that came earlier in the week about an Ohio native that ended up committing to play for the Michigan Wolverines. We'll get John's thoughts about that and a few other prospects that are on the Buckeyes radar. You can follow me on Twitter at jstevens 7 You can send all of your emails to jstevens 317 at gmail. Com. Thanks for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen today. For your second listen, check out our brand new podcast, Locked on College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked on College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your fine podcasts.